0: All right, how are we doing out there tonight? Welcome to BGTV. So excited you are joining in with us. It's gonna be a great, right, great night right here, and uh, man, God's been doing doing some awesome things. Mainly, just been doing some awesome things inside of me, and I can't wait to just share with you tonight what He's put on my heart. And I hope you've had a great day, a great weekend, and uh, let's just jump right into it tonight. Um, and uh, you know, there's so much going on in the world right now. I really believe that the Lord is just uh, through it all just trying to get our attention. Is God the one, the author of it all? No, but through it all, it's like we can begin to draw in close to the Lord through everything that's going on if we'll just um, let the things that are happening begin to grab our attention, help us to focus on is eternity really real? Are we going to uh, stand before Jesus? And think about it, be judged for everything we've ever done. The Bible says we'll be judged for every word that comes out of our mouth, for every action that we've done. You know, as things kind of heat up in the Middle East and as I just see all that's going on in the world, it really begins to help me to try to be focused and not distracted on the things that are going on around us. So welcome to episode 28. I titled this one, For You. And the reason I did that, I want to tell you a story. Just yesterday, um, a a missionary friend of mine came into the studio here, and I was just showing him BGTV studio. We were talking about the Lord, and I showed him this picture. If you see this picture behind me of Jesus, it's really mesmerizing. If you just sit and stare at it, it just really grabs my attention. It melts my heart. Um, It just takes me just to be thinking about him at all times. And as I showed this missionary friend, his name is Ronald C., as I showed him this picture, man, he was just captured. And we just began to talk about Jesus. And he just said some things yesterday that really resonated in my heart. And I just want to kind of share a little bit. That's kind of where I'm headed tonight is it moved me so much? I just wanted to share it with you. Um, he said, you know, that the English language has not really come up with words that describe the weight of what Jesus did for us. And he said that, you know, he's heard that the gospel is really understood in the prepositions of Um, that are in the words, that are in the paragraphs, in the Bible. And the word for, F-O-R, for is such a powerful, powerful word. He looked at me and he said, Brad, everything that Jesus did on this earth, he did for you. And when he said that, y'all, I just sat back and was just taken back that everything that Jesus did on this earth was for me, was for you. Think about that. Think about that word for. It's a powerful word. Jesus did it for you. He left heaven and came to earth for you, to make a way for you and for me. He lived on this earth a sinless life. He was tempted just like me and you, but he 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 didn't give in to temptation for you, for me. He just he he did everything on this earth for us, and then he was beaten for us. He was crucified for us. He died for us. He was buried for us. And then, of course, he was resurrected for us us. Think about this for a moment. You know, sometimes we make the gospel in Christianity so complicated, but yesterday when he was telling me this story, it really just made me understand that the gospel is very simple, that Jesus Christ died for us. He lived his life for us. So I'm asking you tonight to sit back and to think about that and to think about all that Jesus has done for you. Look at this picture in the background back here. It's a beautiful picture. I know it's kind of harder to see on camera, but maybe you've got a picture of Jesus at your house or a picture of Jesus in your mind. And just stare into that or focus on that in your mind for just a moment and think about it. Pause for a moment that he did it all. He did it all. He did it all for you. He did it all for me. Now, when you think about that, evaluate your life, slow down. If you're like me, man, my, li- my life gets so busy sometimes with work. You just had a new baby, uh, love her to death. Me and my wife, Haley, have just been loving her so much, and we love her more every day. But it's been really busy. It's been a different schedule for us. And sometimes, then I, like today, I went and played golf, and I get so wrapped up sometimes in the things that I'm doing that I I don't pause long enough to think about what Jesus really did for me. Did you know that he did all of this for you and he did it so that you could be his bride? He did it so you could live with him in his home for all of eternity. He did it so you wouldn't have to spend eternity in hell Hell was not created for humans. It was created for Satan and all of his fallen angels. But for those who don't put their faith in Jesus, that's where they end up. But for us, for people who put our faith in Jesus, we are Christ followers. We follow his ways. We live for him and we live to be intimate with him. Did you know that Jesus did everything on the cross for you? He died for you, not only so you could go to heaven, but mainly so that you could have a personal, intimate relationship with Him. How I'm going to ask you this. How is your relationship with Jesus right now? How is it? Is, is your relationship with Jesus, is it one that you said a prayer five years ago and you hadn't talked to Him since then? Maybe you say a prayer before you eat, but that's about the only time you, you say a prayer or Maybe you get in trouble with finances or your, your health goes bad and you're talking to Jesus for those things. But I want to ask you, how is your relationship with Jesus? Maybe you talk to him uh, during worship while you're at church. or But you know what? Jesus died so that you could be his bride because he wants to be intimate with you. He wants to be close to me and to you And above all else that's going on in this world, all the busyness of sports, all the busyness of work, we've got to slow down and ask ourselves, how is our relationship with Jesus? Because He did it all for us, and He just simply wants to spend time with you. I'm in the BGTV studio right now, and I'm looking over in the corner over here. There's a chair and a lamp, and on that table over there is my Bible. And every morning I get up because I want to spend time with Jesus, and I kneel over there on that with my knees on the ground, and right there at that chair because I want to be on my knees and I want to get, draw close to the Lord because I'm reminded every morning of what God has done for me, and you know what that does? There's a three parts tonight. There is the for you that Jesus did everything for you. But the second part I want to talk about is what? That he did it all for us, so that should make us want to do it all for him. So I'm asking you tonight, if if your relationship has with Jesus has suffered because we've been distracted by this world. You know, the Bible talks about that in the Gospels. It says that there'll be many people who accept the seed of the word into their heart, but some of it will be snatched away by the birds and some of it will grow up quickly. But then the sun, the persecution of the world will dry it up. Then others will grow. The word will grow in our hearts But then the thorns, the distractions of this world will choke the word out. But then there are people who begin to take the word of God and chew on it daily and meditate on the word of God every day. And and the word of God begins to take root in in the soil of your heart. And you begin to produce fruit, fruit that will last and fruit that brings glory to God. And this is what I want to ask you tonight is if he's done all this for you, What have you done for him lately? What are you doing for him? It's because when we're in love with Jesus and we understand that he's done all of this for us, it should move us to do all we can for him. We should become a living sacrifice for him. That's what the Bible says in Romans chapter 12. It says says that we should now lay our lives on the altar. Like Jesus laid his life on the cross. That man right there in that picture behind me, he laid his life on the cross. The Bible says that he came to be a ransom for all of us. He didn't come to serve, but to be served and to be a ransom for all of us. He, sorry, I said that wrong. He didn't come here to be served, but to serve everyone. And he came to be, give his life as a ransom for many. It's in Mark chapter 10. And it, you know what, when Jesus, he, he lived his life for us. I want to ask you, are you living your life for him? Paul says in Romans chapter 12 that once we accept Jesus into our life, we should be moved by our love relationship with him to become a living sacrifice for him. That his sacrifice on the cross is what we should be sharing with everybody around us. We should not be ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power to rescue anybody from anything in life. If you're out there tonight, I want to let you know that the power of the gospel can rescue you from any darkness that you find yourself in. Maybe you have given your life to Jesus years ago, and you've wandered away from the path, and you're wondering if you could ever come back to Jesus. Yes. Do you know why? It's because that word, for... Because Jesus will forgive. He will forgive you. He will forgive you of anything that you have ever done. And he's waiting to. He just simply needs you to come to him, to repent, to slow down. You know what? I really feel that word in my spirit tonight is that we should simply slow down, slow down long enough. To think about what Jesus has done for us and to think about the gospel, how Jesus will forgive us of anything that you have done. I'm believing there's somebody out there tonight that needs to be reminded that Jesus will forgive you. If he gave his life for you, he's definitely going to forgive you of anything that you've done. That's what the gospel is. That's what he laid his life down for. So he has done it for us. I'm asking you, what are you doing for him? We've got to shake out of this sleepiness. The Bible says in the end times that the bride of Christ will be asleep. Are you asleep? I'm asking you to ask yourself, do you consider yourself to be spiritually asleep in this hour The church has fallen asleep and we quit living our lives for Jesus. Jesus gave it all for you and for me. We've got to wake up and get moving again in the spirit and give our lives for him. So what are you doing for him? And the last thing is in that regard of he lived our life for you. We're to live our lives for him. And we're also to live our lives for others. What are you doing for others? The Bible says that we should love the Lord our God with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, all of our strength, and then we should love others as we love ourselves. Jesus says that you will, if you, the way that you show that you love Jesus is to obey his commands. And he says that those who show love prove that they're a follower of mine. That's what Jesus says. So, are you loving others around? A true follower of Christ says, you know what? I'm going to do everything else for other people. Yesterday, when uh, when Ronald C., he's the missionary that I went to Peru with, and he was in this room, we were talking, and he was talking about how Jesus did it all for me. Y'all, today, as I was as I woke up and I was taking care of Hope, a little baby girl, she's almost four weeks old already, time flies, and I was spending time with Haley, and some friends came over to see the baby, and then I went and played golf with some brothers and some friends, And but the word for was in my mind and in my spirit all day, and you know what, I kept when I kept thinking about that word, it, it helped me to live my life for others. Because I kept going, you know what? I want to live my life like Jesus. So I'm gonna do this for my brother. I'm gonna do this for my daughter. I'm gonna do this for my wife. I'm gonna do this for my friends. If we can get that in our spirits, it'll I mean, I'm telling you, it was I just got such at peace because I was living my life for others today. So tomorrow, tonight, tomorrow, this week. Think about that word for, and as you're walking through the week, see what you can do for someone else. The Bible tells us that we are to not live like people are supposed to be serving us, but we're supposed to live like Jesus, and he lived to serve others and gave his life as a ransom for many. So what are you going to do for others? Because that is the mark of a true Christian. And I didn't want to get super complicated tonight. I wanted to simply show you that the gospel is very simple. And we've got to get back to the basics. Back to the basics of doing things for Jesus and doing things for others. You know, this um, Bible verse that we've heard one million times. Look at this verse right here. It says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. But have eternal life. But look at the first word in that verse. What's the first word? The first word is for. For God so loved the world, you and me, That he gave his only son so that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. God in heaven sent his only son. I could not imagine giving my daughter for somebody else. But God gave his son for me and you while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we were yet sinners, the enemies of God, God sent his son into this world to die so that we could have eternal life in Jesus through the blood of Jesus covering our sins. I'm telling you right now, there is a powerful, powerful thing that's in the gospel that's in the blood of Jesus for God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Don't forget about it. Don't think about it too much and don't take it for granted. Because when we take the gospel for granted, when we forget what Jesus has done for us. That's when we begin to drift off, drift away. Because when I realized yesterday, when I was refreshed in what Jesus has done for me, it really helped me to live for him and live for others today. I want to show you another verse, another verse right here. Um, that comes out of Romans. Check this Romans 8 verses 31 and 32. It says, what then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Let's stop right there. I want to pause right there and let you see that for. If God is for us, who can be against us? God is for you. No matter what you've done, You know, if if God sent His Son, Jesus, to die for you, and Jesus died on the cross for you, there's nothing you could ever do that's going to make Him not be for you. He's for us all the way up until death. We have a chance to accept Him and repent of our sins and turn to Him and develop a personal relationship with Him. You know, that's amazing that he is for us so much. And so many times we believe the lies of the devil saying that that God is not for us, that he is mad at us, and that we've done something too bad to, to repent and turn. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that your words would go through to someone's heart tonight where they can remember that they have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus and forgiven by him if they'll just repent and turn to him. Let's finish the end of that verse because it's very powerful for tonight's message. It says this, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also along with him graciously give us all things? Let's look at that right there at the verse. It says, but gave him up for us all you got to pause right here that verse Romans 8 32 it says that God gave him up for us all God gave up his son for us all what are you going to give up this week for Jesus what are you going to give up this week for others for your son for your grandparents your grandparents for your grandchildren What are you gonna give up for your co-workers? What are you gonna give up for your friends? What are you gonna give up for your neighbors? What are you gonna give up for the people all around you? Jesus is asking us to follow him and when we follow him, we live our lives to give up things for other people. We live our lives to give up things for Jesus. When's the last time you've given up something for someone else? If you've done it recently, it feels good, don't it? Do it again. Live your life for others. I love that verse. i got to pop it up again. you got to just see it. It just resonates so strong. But God gave him up for us all. I don't know about you, but I am moved in the Spirit. And I don't care about yelling. I don't care about... It's like Paul said, I don't care about having a message that, that everybody's like, ooh, and ah, over. We can all get those and we can all build those. But the greatest message of all is that God gave up Jesus for us all. And if we will simply begin to tell our neighbors that, tell our friends that, and not be ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, we we will begin to see revival when we simply share the gospel, the message of Jesus. Speaking of Jesus, you know, I think a lot of us out there looking for joy in the middle of this season, the middle of the season when the world seems to be going at war and seems to be getting worse and worse and worse. And I wanted to look at that, that, that um, the word joy, the word joy spelled J.O.Y. How do you get joy? How do you get joy? is this is how I want to show you tonight how you can receive joy. Let's take the letters J O Y and you'll always remember this the rest of your life if you want to experience joy in your life this is how you do it. First, the first letter is J. The J stands for Jesus. If you are living your life for Jesus, if you're spending time with Jesus, if you're doing everything you can for Jesus, if you are loving Him with all of your heart, soul, mind, and strength, you'll begin to experience joy. The J in joy stands for Jesus. The O in joy stands for Others. Live your life for others. Do things for others. Sacrifice things for others. Serve others. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Live your life to love others as you love yourself. The O in joy stands for others. So J is Jesus, O is others, and the Y is simply you, then you definitely, Jesus wants you to live your life for you. He definitely wants you to enjoy life. Like I was playing golf today and joy and friends and about to go up here after the podcast and spend time with my family, spend time with my wife, Haley, and my daughter, Hope, and just have a great night, just, just hanging out with each other. And you know what, God wants you to enjoy life. He wants you to enjoy your family. He wants you to enjoy the gifts he's given you, the athletic ability, the, the artistic ability, the, the music ability, everything he's given you. He wants you to enjoy it. He just wants us to have it in the proper order. If we have the why Even in second place or definitely first place, if we're living for ourselves first, we're not going to experience joy. If we're even living for ourselves second, we're not going to experience joy. The way we experience joy is we live for Jesus first, others second, and ourselves third. Jesus, others, you. Can you remember that? It's going to be very easy to remember that if you'll just remember that Jesus, others, and you. that's how we'd experience joy in the middle of anything in your life. No matter what situation you're in, you can begin to experience joy if you will live your lives like that. I'm telling you right now, there is some amazing things I feel that are happening in the spirit right now. I believe that God is moving across the earth. I believe he's getting people in position to experience a revival, and the way that happens first is we must begin to spend our intimate time with Jesus. How is your relationship with Jesus? Remember, He did it all for you so that you could spend time with Him. I promise you, every day that I over there that I sit and spend time with Jesus, yes, the first thing I do is repent. The first thing I do is ask God to forgive me of my sins because I want to start out the day just feeling just cleansed by the blood of Jesus, feeling his presence over my life. He knows he wants us to walk through this earth without sinning, of course, and it is possible to go through a day without sinning. But when we do, he does want us to come to him and ask him to forgive us and to get back into fellowship with him. I just simply believe that there's a lot of people that have fallen asleep in the spirit, because we have we fallen into believing that God does not want us in fellowship with him because we've messed up that we've sinned too much and I'm here to tell you tonight that Jesus wants your relationship with him to go to the next level he wants to draw in closer to you but the only thing that he can't do is make you spend time with him you know there is only the only thing that the only thing that's required of you to enjoy your relationship with Jesus is simply to spend time with Him. There's nobody in your life that you enjoy having a relationship with if you don't spend time with them. And I'm telling you, God loves you so much. Listen to me. And He did everything for you. I pray tonight when this podcast goes off, wherever you're listening, that you'll shut it off and that you will begin to spend time with Jesus. Just read the Word of God just pray. Just walk and talk with Him. Turn your car off and say, you know what? I'm going to sit right here for 15 minutes, and I'm just going to talk to Jesus. I'm going to just talk to Him. I'm going to grow closer to Him. Maybe you're somewhere where you can go on a walk. My favorite thing to do is to walk and talk with Jesus. When the golf course is closed here on a Monday, I'll go out there and just walk with Him and talk with Jesus. It's my favorite time to spend with Him, And if you will spend time with Jesus, you'll begin to experience joy. You'll begin to experience passion. You'll begin to experience the call of God revived in your life. And you'll begin to experience the times where you want to share the gospel with others and that you want to live your life for others. So tonight, I pray that you will understand that Jesus did it all for you. And then ask yourself, are you doing it all for him? And then are you living your life for others? I want to pray for you tonight as we end this podcast tonight, because I believe there's some people out there that need prayer. If you need prayer, just hit me up on the comments tonight. I'm telling you that there is going to be, um, there is right here on BGTV every Sunday night at seven o'clock we meet. And I'm telling you right now, I just hope that you can experience Jesus the way that I've been experiencing him lately. I've gotten hungry for him, and I pray that you can experience him the way that I have lately because I've just grown hungry for him, and I'm going after him every day. And I want to pray for you tonight that you can get hungry for Jesus and that you can experience a close relationship with him because he died for you, and he's dying for you to spend time with him. Let's pray tonight as we end and let's ask God to come into our lives and come into our homes, come into our car and just turn back to him no matter where you're at. He's waiting on you to come home. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you would just begin to open our spiritual eyes to see where we are at in our relationship with you. For those of us that have wandered away from you, God, I pray that you would show us that your arms are wide open for us to come home to you. God, I pray in Jesus' name that you would um, wake us up for those that are asleep, that we could come back to you, God, and forgive us for being distracted, God, of this world. Help us to repent of our sins and turn to you. And Father, right here in front of everybody, I just want to say thank you for doing it all for me, for doing it for all, for all of us. You did it for us, Jesus. And I pray you move on our hearts to do live the rest of our lives for you, to answer the call of God in our lives for you, and to live our lives for others, for other people. So God, I just pray tonight that you will move in the hearts of your people to wake up, and that revival would begin to come because we are in love with you and spending time with you. God, I pray that you would inspire people tonight to live closer to you tonight, and to work um, on the relationship with you, to grow closer to you, to work up an appetite for you, God. To to push away the things of the world and turn to you more than anything else. God, we love you. We thank you for all you've done tonight. It's in Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said amen and amen. I want to ask you tonight, if you will please subscribe to our channel, subscribe to our YouTube channel, follow us on Facebook, share this link, share them on Instagram, TikTok, everything. Please subscribe to us. Follow us. Share it. And I just want to say thank you so much for watching every week. And we'll be right here next week, BGTV, Sunday night at 7 o'clock. And I believe next week we'll have a special guest. So you don't want to miss that. It's going to be an awesome week. I hope you have a great week. We'll see you right here on BGTV next week. Thank you so much for watching.